The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet at a timeout, Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice. Coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now, from our Illini game day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And a pleasant Sunday afternoon to you. Welcome in, everybody, to our game day studios. I'm Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. It's time for Big Ten Conference play, believe it or not, on December 2nd. That's how we do it now. Illinois on the road against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. The Illini 2-5. and five. The Cornhuskers are 6-1. and one. And both teams facing their first Big Ten opponent of the year. Welcome into the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Lauren. You know what? It puts a little spark in early December, which we didn't used to have. You know, usually play lesser teams, maybe at home, but this is different. This is Big Ten. Exactly. It starts a stretch here now, if you think November was brutal, kind of picking up here at the beginning of December. Three games and seven days for the Illini. Today in Lincoln, Wednesday night at the United Center in Chicago against Ohio State. Yeah. And then Saturday back to the State Farm Center for the return of the home-and-home home with UNLV. So, but These I, next two games mean a lot because later on when you look back, they count just as much as the games that will be played in March. Illinois coming off that two-point loss to Notre Dame. They fell after Trent Frazier's would-be game winner went in and out 76-74 the final there. Nebraska is coming off. A perhaps an early statement win for them. They won their part of the Big Ten ACC Challenge on the road at Clemson 68-66. That was sort of the big early season win they've been looking for after earlier falling to a ranked Texas Tech team on November 20th. They lost that one 72-52. Last year, Nebraska... Some folks felt, especially those in Lincoln, that this team should be in the, should have been in the tournament. This year, coming into the season, the expectations are they should be in the tournament. They're expected uh, to be in the top four of the league. Well, if they go 13-5 and five again, they'll make it this year because they got the win over Seton Hall and they got the win over Clemson. And they've got some other games here and later in December that they can really solidify their record. But... Uh, Right now, it's just getting off, uh, you know, getting getting off on some kind of a f- decent footing. You, you saw what happened with uh, Penn State; they lost to Indiana by two. Uh, Rutgers uh, fought it. Uh, Rutgers had 15 offensive rebounds against Michigan State, lost that game. And of course, Wisconsin, the same culture. They at the end of the games, they just come through and they beat Iowa at Iowa. So we're going to see a lot of things happen here in the Big Ten. It's it's a game. It's a it's a league where. 
from top to bottom, it looks pretty balanced, although I'm starting to believe in Michigan a little bit. That Michigan, I believe, is probably the big best team in the Big Ten right now, and I might give a nod to Wisconsin as number two, probably them or Michigan State. Uh, but Wisconsin, to me, really impressed how they handled things on the road, and they did what they usually do. But no matter who you want to put at the top, you're right, Lauren, the gap between the top and the bottom is much smaller oh, yeah. than it's been. Oh, much smaller. Yeah. I mean, that Miles Bridges team last year at, at Michigan State was way better than everybody else, and Purdue has come a long way down from where they were last year. They're not getting the play out of harms that they got out of the last three centers that have played uh, for Purdue. They've been a, a team that's been dominant getting the ball inside. They're a little more ragged now, and they depend an awful lot on Edwards to score a lot of points. So Illinois facing Nebraska today, and Brad Underwood talked about the difference between last year's Cornhuskers and this year's Huskers team. Well, I think the one thing is, you know, last year they had maybe a little better depth because it was experienced, it was it was bigger. They're not as big as they were last year. You know, last year they had a couple guys that they played, and, and uh, they were seniors, and, and uh, you know, they start really to 5'10", to 6-foot guards, and Allen's a terrific shooter. But, you know, I don't think they have maybe the depth that they've had uh, on the perimeter. Now, that's not taking a slide at any of their kids. Or their starters are averaging all plus 30 minutes a game. And We talked this week in Sports Talk, too, that, uh, with a Nebraska beat writer who felt that maybe they're a little vulnerable out there in the perimeter, not as good at the distance shooting, but they have a lot of veterans on the court, and they know how to play together. They can jump, and they get lay-ins. That's the difference. I mean, who cares how tall a guy is? You got Roby at six eight, and you got uh, Palmer at six six, and Copeland at six nine, and those guys can all run and jump. I mean, they are they, those three guys that can jump better than anybody Illinois has on that's playing. I'm not including Jones in that because he's not playing, but uh, and he is suspended for another game. Yeah. But my point is that these guys can. They're going to hurt you with lay-ins. They're going to draw free throws. Illinois isn't going to get many free throws. They never do. Seldom do. Illinois is a three-point shooting team more than anything else. They shoot uh, 27 a game, and they're making about 10 and a half. They're shooting it. they got two guys shooting over 500 uh, uh, in, so far this season, Desumu and, and Jordan. But uh, this, this, this is a different Nebraska team. They will run, and they will score, and they will get inside. When we come back, we'll get a check of the scene from Lincoln with the broadcast crew, plus our keys to the game still to come. Brian Barnhart also talks with Chin Coleman for the Coach's Corner, all headed towards a 4 p.m. tip-off this afternoon between Illinois and Nebraska to start Big Ten play. Linen is the decor that sets the ambiance of your event. Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events can help you make your event spectacular by dressing your tables in a rainbow of colors and textures. We offer a large selection of linen tablecloths to fit all types of tables. Adding coordinating linen napkins will complete your total look. Take a look at our selection of linens at harriets.com or stop by our showroom at 1420 North Neal Street, Champaign. Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events, why buy when you can rent? The next time you buy a cart full of groceries, make a car payment, or write that big mortgage check, ask yourself, what would my family do if I wasn't there to buy those groceries, make that payment, or write that check? If you didn't like the answer, ask State Farm agent Kurt Lenschow or Joe Stovall about life insurance and start getting some answers you will like. Welcome to that place where doing for them means doing it today. Get started by contacting State Farm agent Kurt Lenschow at 352-1411 or Joe Stovall at 356-8300. 
If you find yourself in a situation where your vehicle just can't quite make it, Reynolds Towing can help anytime, any place, any size. Whether it's a fender bender that requires a tow, or maybe you just need to jumpstart your battery or change a flat tire, Reynolds Towing is there for you when you need them, anytime, any place, any size. Call 337-0913 for Reynolds Towing. That's 337-0913. Attention all Illini fans, if you can't make it to the State Farm Center, the next best place to cheer on the Illini basketball team is Guido's in downtown Champaign. Catch all the action on Guido's multiple large screen TVs while enjoying your favorite food and drink. Take a halftime break with live video gaming on the main level of Guido's or step outside on their spacious patio. For good food and great Illini basketball action, come to Guido's at 2 Main Street in downtown Champaign. ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts, no hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary, the one to trust. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. We are motoring along here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Big Ten play opening up again for the second time this year in December. It's Illinois at Nebraska. Both teams playing their first Big Ten Conference game. Brian Barnhart courtside out at Pinnacle Bank Arena in the state capital of Nebraska. Good trip for you, I take it, Brian? Yeah, yeah, snowed last night, snowed this morning. I think it's finally stopped here in the last hour. So I think we're okay getting back home. But certainly uh, wintertime in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's what you expect. What have, uh, what's what been the vibe for the Illini on this road trip? Well, uh, good energy. They had a good uh, shoot around this morning. They were up early, had them up at 7.30 this morning, came over here about 8.30 or so and Shot for an hour, did the scouting report, had their meal at noon, and back to the arena. So we've been, I think, in the arena now for the third time since we got here last night. They came for a quick shoot around just to uh, get in the arena and shoot a little bit, and then they had the actual scouting report and uh, all the film work and everything today. So, But uh, they seem to be in good spirits and ready to get uh, Big Ten play underway. Without even looking at their stats, senior, senior, sophomore, senior, junior, and their probable starting five, that's intimidating enough. Well, and you've got those seniors back from a team that won 22 games last year. And, and people go back and forth on whether Nebraska should or should not have been in the NCAA tournament. Turned out they were not last year. But I thought last year they passed the eye test. I mean, they, they were a really, really good team, really solid. You win 13 Big Ten games. That's a, that's a big accomplishment. But they didn't get in, and they've got most of those guys back. I think it's 75 or 80% of their points and offense are back for this year. And, and they've played pretty good defense, although uh, the Illinois coaches do caution that they've played some teams that aren't that good anyway, and so those numbers might be a little skewed, but their principles are pretty solid. Well, this is a, this is a team that's very interesting. They've got two transfers, Palmer and Copeland. The other three guys played high school basketball in the state of Illinois, including Glenn Watson, who's Dimitri McCamey's half-brother. So there's, a, there's all kinds of reasons why they'll be motivated for this game, I would think. Well, you're right. They've got one from Bolingbrook, uh, a Kenton, who was a uh, number seventh, I guess, top ten in the state of Illinois, Mr. Basketball balloting. 
Uh, you mentioned Watson, of course, Glenn Watson, senior from Bellwood. They've got Roby, who, interesting, uh, Lauren, he's got stats, both assists and blocks. He does both on one end of the floor and the other from uh, Dixon, Illinois. And so, you know, th those guys are senior, Layton, experienced, the transfers, uh, everything mixed here. I guess this is Tim Miles's window of opportunity to get uh, Nebraska back to the tournament and maybe win a game in the tournament. Yeah, last year, by the way, Illinois played them really well. I mean, Illinois won the, the, the game at home on a couple of late baskets by uh, Black, as I recall. And uh, the game over there uh, just got away in, in the final uh, seconds when um, I believe Palmer hit a long three. Uh, actually, it was not a long three, but he had to duck in to kind of get the he double pump to get the shot off, and it went in. Do you remember that? Brian? I do. Uh, it was I mean, happened right in front of us. <laughs> uh, he crossed midcourt and he threw. We looked when it let it left his hand. It thought it was good, and it went in, uh, and it did. And you remember too, uh, guys, right before that, Finky had hit a three and was right, fouled. Right. It was a four-point play. And if you remember the bear hug that uh, Coach Underwood gave Trent Frazier the other night at Notre Dame, it was similar, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a chest bump or whatever it was the, they did the, here in Lincoln for that basket that, that Finky made. But the Illini coaches do like this matchup. They say uh, they feel like their pressure defense last year kind of uh, discombobulated Nebraska's offense. They couldn't get into much, and it took that heave at the end of the game to win it here. With, a, with an experienced team. Well, then, Illinois uh, doesn't have a lot of height, really, and, and so they don't have to worry about a back-to-the-basket post-up guy, do they? I mean, Nebraska doesn't play that way. No, not really. Uh, they've got a freshman who's from Springfield, Nebraska, who averages four a game. Hyman, he's 6'11". But, but generally, uh, you know, just, I, just talking to Chin Coleman, who's scouting the game, and to Brad Underwood, they both feel like this is a better matchup for Illinois just from a, a strategic standpoint than – maybe some other teams they play, which is why they almost beat them last year here and did beat them in Champaign. And, of course, Brian, uh, number 34 for Nebraska, we, you know, is really worth taking a look at and doing a deep <laughs> analysis of, right? Can you tell us about him? Thorier <laughs> Thorby Arnarsson. He's from Iceland. Reykjavik. How's that? There you go. Hey, <laughs> you got a chance. He's only played in three of the last six games. Maybe you'll get lucky today, Brian. <laughs> That's my hope is he doesn't, uh, he doesn't get in. <laughs> All right, Brian. We'll hear you talk about him and whoever else a lot more in a few minutes. Appreciate it. All right, sounds good, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's Brian Barnard, courtside, Pinnacle Bank Arena. He and Doug Altenberger on the call today as the Illini open up Big Ten play. Lauren and I with the keys to the game when we come back on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Selecting the right china for your event means more than... 60909, ABC Sanitary, the one to trust. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Illinois and Nebraska today. Brad Underwood talking about the Nebraska Cornhusker defense. They are one of the top defensive teams in the country. They're leading from the top five in most every defensive category. And, uh, you know, so we've got to uh, we've got to be good offensively and we've got to be very, very solid defensively. They're not an ultra-physical team in terms of uh, throwing size out there of physicality, uh, but they're a team that is uh, athletic and versatile and, and uh, they pose some problems that way. You know, they do a great job. They run you off the line. Uh, they don't foul. And, uh, you know, those guys, will, uh, we've got to make them guard. That's the one thing we have to make them do is be patient enough to, to force them to guard us. 
All right, Lauren Tate, let's get to our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance and by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. A whole team of banking experts takes you to your destination, Hickory Point Bank Invested. Well, I'm going to concede that Nebraska is going to get more free throws than Illinois, but Nebraska is not a great shooting team. And I think that if you can force them to shoot some outside, that's a key. And the other thing is Illinois must make threes. Against Notre Dame, I said if if Illinois needed ten threes to win the game, they made nine. If they made one more, they won the Mm -hmm. game. I think they need at least 12 in this game. I think that – Nebraska is going to pack it in. They're not very big, and, and Illinois is going to get some perimeter shots, and they just need Jordan and, and DeSumo, and, and uh, they need Frazier to start hitting threes. And I think he was 0 for 6 last game, Frazier. So he needs to start hitting. Illinois is averaging almost 11 made threes per game, 30 more made threes this year than their opponents, 22 more made field goals overall, but about 50 less made free throws yeah. than opponents. Well, That's sh- the difference. They're shooting 27 three-pointers a game. You don't draw fouls when you shoot threes. Not usually. Well, that's right. I mean, about 90%, 95% of the time, if you shoot a three, you're not going to be fouled. Exactly. All right, those are our keys to the game. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon, Lauren. We'll hear you tomorrow morning on our AM side with Monday morning quarterbacks. There's more to come here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Brian Barnhart talks to Chin Coleman in the Coach's Corner in a moment. Hello, I'm Chuck Iman of Hickory Point Bank. The thing about experience is that it's more than just longevity. It's more than a gold watch at retirement. Experience is longevity plus knowledge plus action. Experience is the right answer to challenging questions. Experience puts customers first and inspires confidence, trust, and loyalty. Come to Hickory Point Bank. Let our experience make your experience even better. Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Member FDIC. The Loman Ray Insurance Group is proud to be your local independent insurance agent representing Goodville Mutual, offering comprehensive property and casualty insurance products such as home, auto, and farm insurance. Loman Ray prides themselves on personalized customer service. Call Loman Ray Insurance Group for all your insurance needs. Offices in Atwood, Broadland, Champaign, Tolono, Villa Grove. Just Google Loman Ray to find the agency nearest you. Loman Ray Insurance Group, we hear you. Hi, I'm Scott Johnson. Experience car buying made easy at Champagne Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, where you'll find the personalized service of a family-owned store with a selection of a large-scale dealership. Creating the ultimate automotive environment. With over 400 vehicles in stock, there's something for every budget and every need. For top-notch sales and service, visit Champagne Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, just off I-74, 1906 Moreland Boulevard, Champaign. Where the things I buy are made is important to me. So when I needed new windows, I chose Marvin Windows and Doors, a family-owned American company. My local Marvin dealer helped me find the perfect fit for my style. My new windows are gorgeous, the perfect combination of craftsmanship and energy efficiency. If all that matters to you, choose Marvin. See the latest Marvin Windows and Doors at Alexander Lumber, 1720 West Anthony Drive in Champaign. Go Illini! ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts, no hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary, the one to trust.
Welcome back, Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Brian Barnhart talking with Illini assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has the scout of today's game against Nebraska. Chin, good to see you again, and I know that uh, this Nebraska team, boy, defensively, when you look at the numbers, they're pretty impressive. Yeah, they're a pretty good uh, defensive team. Um, they they play pack line, and they're really good in their positioning, and one of the, the things that they hang their hat on is making a mess out of the paint. They kind of want to uh, murk the paint up and muddy it up a little bit. When guys drive, they want to try to rake it out, take charges, and force you to, to kick and spray the ball and uh, shoot jump shots, and uh, that's what their defense is predicated on doing. Well, you know this, as guys get older in this league, they get more experience. Nebraska has a lot of experience on their team. Yeah, they brought back, uh, I would say, 80-plus percent of their scoring and about 60 percent of their rebounds and assists. Uh, I think they lost a lot, though. I mean, um, the beauty of this team is that uh, – Five guys get to play almost about 30-plus minutes a game, a little bit at 30, and a little bit. few of them are playing a little bit above. But you lose Evans, you lose Gill, you lose Jordy Sismanga, you lose the other big kid, that's huge. And now you're trying to uh, supplement those guys with younger guys and guys who aren't as experienced. Um, and I think that's the difference in the team that you got to get into their bench because they're top-heavy. Uh, they really don't want to play their bench more that much, more than t- 12 minutes, 10 to 12 minutes a game with about three guys, uh, maybe a fourth if it gets to that point. But um, not very deep, not a very deep team. And throughout the course of the season, I think that that's going to be uh, something to keep an eye on. It seemed to me last year, talking about our defense, we scrambled them quite a bit. And, uh, I mean, it took a three-point heave at the end to win here. And then we beat them in Champaign. So how do we replicate that? We're comfortable with playing against them. I think they're uncomfortable with playing against us. Uh, as the old saying goes, the styles uh, that makes the fight. And our style and their style is like mixing uh, vodka and milk. It's just not a good mix. And so uh, we like our chances playing against them. Uh, we understand that uh, in uh, Pinnacle Arena it's going to be a hostile environment. But all arenas in the Big Ten are the same. This is the, the best league in the country for basketball. So we understand that. That doesn't bother us. We're tested. I mean, yeah, think about it. We've played five or six high major games. We're all really heat. They've played about two. The difference in our schedule and everybody else's schedule is that uh, they've played a lot of bye games and things of that nature. So you look at people's records as six and one, five and two, because they haven't played anyone. Uh, we've played the schedule that we've played for a reason. It's to be ready for a Big Ten play. And so it's here. So we're going to see and show that we've been battle-tested. And uh, you've worked with Tim Miles before, Coach Miles. Uh, has he changed much over the years, still doing the same uh, philosophy, same approach? A lot of the, the approach and some of the philosophies have changed, although he has changed in terms of offensively. Uh, he's doing some different things offensively than he's done before. But you, you, you evolve and you get a little bit more sophisticated. And, and I, I think that he's... Uh, He's changed some things in that 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 in regards to that, but also the principles are still the same. I think his principles won't ever change. Who he is as a coach, and I know those principles, so it kind of gives us a little help uh, when playing against Nebraska. But uh, nothing is guaranteed because this game is always changing, and I'm sure he's preparing some things to go against what we're doing now at this moment. So that that'll be interesting to see the chess. Uh, game, so to speak, within the game. It's always a chess match. Always, always. It's (laughs) always a game within the game. Yeah. We'll take a break. Back with Chin Coleman, assistant coach here for the Illini on the Coach's Corner here from Lincoln. I'm Jan Miller of Hickory Point Bank. 
We're a locally owned and operated bank, but what exactly does that mean to you? Well, Champaign-Urbana has different needs than Chicago, and it certainly has different needs in Wall Street. Being locally owned simply means that every decision we make is based on a thorough understanding of what makes our corner of the world unique. Those decisions are going to be good for our customers, our communities, and all of our futures. Hickory Point Bank, invested, member FDIC. It's Illinois and Nebraska here, the first meeting of the year as the Illini take on the Cornhuskers in Big Ten play. All right, let's talk personnel. Palmer was the guy that uh, uh, what hit the big shot last year. Tell me about him. He's an all-league player. He's an all-Big Ten player. He's uh, big. He's strong. Wing. Uh, he is a guy that puts pressure on the rim relentlessly. He uh, gets to the free throw line about nine times a game. He's averaging almost 18 points a game. He has a scores mentality. He is a physical wing big strong guy that we have to neutralize we have to neutralize and we have to do the best job we can to stick into the script in terms of the, the game plan against him and if we do that uh we'll be fine he didn't really like uh how we guarded him um in terms of as aggressive as he is we want to meet aggressive with aggression so we want to meet his aggressiveness with aggression and then we do that and stick to the play and we should be fine we want to give him uh, a lot of lot of lot of trouble tonight make everything tough for him it's interesting combination of stats. I think I saw Roby with assists and blocks. There's a little bit of both on both ends of the floor. He, to me, is uh, the X factor. He's arguably their most talented player. And he, they have a bunch of guys, to be honest with you, that stay in a role, star in a role, and, you know, excel in a role. So Roby is one of those guys who obviously can hit you up for 20, 20-plus 20 if the game uh works out that way, but he's also a guy that is okay with uh, doing the blocks and the rebounding and the little things, and, and that's what makes this team good because they have a lot of role guys that are doing very well at excelling in their role. And Copeland appears to kind of a stat stuffer a little bit. He gets a, does a lot of different things too. Big-time shooter at the guard. They're playing five glorified guards. Copeland as well is a, is, a, is a guard, so to speak, and he's playing the four for them, which means that he guards the four on the defensive end. But his game doesn't equate to a, a typical four-man. He's a skilled guard at that position who shoots it very well, quick trigger, pick-and-pop guy. But the other thing that he does exceptionally well is attack the offensive glass. He's a guy that really, really, really attacks the offensive glass, and he provides, obviously, some leadership for him, being a fifth-year guy. So they got guys that are, are, are excelling in their roles, and that's what makes them a good team. And tell me about Watson a little bit. Watson is the, the, the I guess you can call him a few different things. He's the, 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 the spoon that stirs the coffee. He's the head of the snake. He's the engine that runs the train. So we have to cut him off uh, immediately, early and often, because if they rely on him a lot um, to get their offensive going, to get their sets running and all that, his usage percentage is high in terms of statistics. So when a guy has that much usage, we want to kind of you know, neutralize him. So we're going to do some things different today on him, and uh, hopefully uh, that will help in our favor to kind of make his life miserable and making Palmer's life miserable. If we get a chance to do that and – and we'll, we'll come out of here with a victory. I know it's early in the year, and stats can be sometimes misleading, but obviously they are a good defensive team. When you're facing a team that is holding opponents generally 35% or 34%, what do you do as a team that likes to move the ball and score? How do, how do you get them uncomfortable on defense? You have to move the ball, and our percentages go up after we pass the ball six or more times in a possession. 
we shoot in a very high percentage. We're a very efficient team offensively, too, if you look at the numbers. So that's not an issue for us. We're going to find a way to score the basketball. Um, and they've played a lot of bad teams. I think so. some of the numbers yeah. defensively yeah. Uh, is a little exaggerated because yeah. of the, 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 per, the teams that they play versus the teams that we play. So it's a small sample size, but the numbers are what they are. So they're a good defensive team, and we respect them for that. And uh, we're going to try to find a way to score against them. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, go get a win tonight. Yep. No doubt. No Appreciate doubt about it. it. All Thank right. Chin Coleman with us, assistant coach, the scouting report. Coach's Corner here from Lincoln. WDWS and WHMS Champaign-Urbana.